This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560, the week before Christmas. Yes, this is the Monday of, actually, uh, December the 19th, which doesn't seem like it's that far away, but it is. John Canada joining us today, also Denver IT Security. We'll talk to John here in a moment, but Merry Christmas, John. Merry Christmas to you. Welcome, and uh, glad you're here this week. And uh, This week creeps up on us, and it seems like, and Charlie and I have had discussions along these lines, and I know others have as well, but it seems like the older we get, the faster these click off. It seems like Christmas comes and goes, and then it comes again, and it's like every year it just comes faster and faster and faster. It does. Wasn't it Christ, uh, Christmas just yesterday? It seems like it. <laughs> I'm not joking. Real, I mean, this last year has just flown by. All right, really quick, in the movie The Matrix, this is the question of the day from Friday, where did the iconic code come from? And I... I don't know that I would have ever gotten this one. From the sushi cookbooks. Hmm. You have to go back to the original Matrix to know that. And I haven't watched the original one for a while. So I, there's no way I would have ever known that one. Today's impossible question of the day. Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. St. Nicholas was born in Patara. What is the country's modern day name? So St. Nicholas was born in Patara. What is the country's modern day name? Thoughts, Charlie? Thoughts, John? Any? I, I would I would never get this one. Not in a hundred years. No clue. Okay. That's 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 how <laughs> okay. they're supposed to work. So those of you listening, answer on the rush to reason.com website. Again, John Canada joining us, Denver IT Security. John, it was funny. Um maybe not funny is not the right word, but on the way down, and it wasn't it, I think what was funny is my son had no idea you were coming on today and so we just got to talking today about different things and for a lot of you that are listening in the business world you may be able to relate to this if you are not or if you're new in the business world pay attention and what I mean by that is for the majority of businesses there is some sort of a regulatory thing you have to do not not every single business has to do it but typically most businesses have some sort of registration or there's some licensing or there's renewal of a license or whatever the case may be there's some sort of john you know updating that has to get done on an annual basis depending upon the type of business that you're in if you're a hair salon for example you know you're going to have certain licenses and things that you need to update with the state or the health department on a annual basis and i go down the list go for example for those of you that maybe don't know go to dora in the state of colorado the department of regulatory agencies and look at all of them that are there and what all they actually regulate. And you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about. And my point is this. 
every year we have certain things in our business. My sons, you know, that they, 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 you know, they take care of things. My two sons, uh, but there's there's certain things that either I or they have to update on an annual basis, and it's not always at year end. But there are just some things that do have a calendar year end to them. And we were talking about one of them today. And where I'm going with this is the amount of phishing emails that we as a company get wanting to take that regulatory responsibility over and do all of the registration for us and there's a fee that they typically want to charge you for and so on and so forth and john at the end of the day it's not just the fee that they're trying to get from you it's all of the other things that they will know now about you because those regulatory agencies require a lot of personal information on typically the owner or the chief principal of the business and so on and so forth and I would be hard-pressed to believe that even some of these uh, fishers, quote-unquote, are even legitimate businesses that are going to do your registration for you. In most cases, they're going to scam you out of something. I mean, I don't know because I've never done that. I always just go online and do whatever we need to do to keep things up to date ourselves. I've never, ever used a company to do any of those sorts of updates. But if you are new to the business world and had just gotten all of your regulatory stuff done, say, a year ago, and now... 2022 you're back in and you get all these emails if you're not careful looking at the extension the dot gov which most of these well all of these are not because that's not how those folks work anyways as you know right. you're not going to get any emails from those individuals you know when you're supposed to be you know doing your updates and you know the website that you go to to do the updates and it's pretty easy to match up and see if that's where it's coming from or not but if you're not suspect to this your chances of falling into one of these phishing schemes, I think, John's pretty high. It is. And um, one thing you have to realize is that the way phishing attempts work is they want fear. They want some sort of urgency. That's a great and, point. And who better to give uh, fear and urgency than the government? Great point. So you're going to get an email saying something happened. We need your attention right now. Click here, go here, yep. enter this, whatever if it is. If you don't renew by do. such and such a date, you you could have some, certain certain penalty. Blah 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 blah. Exactly, yeah. and that's that's the fear factor. Is so big. so that's the first thing you should always look for when you get an email is number one, am I afraid? <laughs> and number two, is there a sense of urgency here? Here's here's a good piece of advice in general. When you receive one of those emails and you start feeling you know the hairs on the back of your jittery. neck going up, first thing you should first thing you should always ask yourself is how urgent really is this take a deep this, breath this is an yes. email it's ask been yourself sitting that. in my mailbox for three hours maybe all night if it was that urgent it, it, something else would be happening or well something. yeah but but if you're getting an email on it you have to realize it's not urgent and another minute or two won't hurt so and, and typically not always but typically and john we've talked about this before mm -hmm. When it comes to a lot of most government agencies, for example, IRS especially, Social Security Office especially, you're not going to get emails from those individuals, folks. Right. They don't come that way. You are going to get, if it's something really important from the IRS, it'll come certified mail, number one. Even Social Security typically will do something via mail coming right to you. If it's something of real importance, it's typically going to come with some sort of a certified. Again, they want somebody signing for it. They know that's the individual that it went to, so on and so forth. I mean, anybody that's done anything with certified mail knows what I'm talking about there. Point to your, to your point, John. If it were that important, you would not be getting just an email on it. Right, because email inherently can take hours or days to well, what arrive. What if it goes to spam folder? Yeah, that too. And if it was that urgent, it wouldn't. they wouldn't do that. So just think about that, that if it was that urgent... Uh, 
it, it probably sat there for at least a few hours already before mm-hmm. you got to it, especially if it's first thing in the morning. Great point. So wait two more minutes. It won't hurt. Just think about it for a few seconds. You just reminded me of something along those lines as well, to John's point. Look at when it was sent. Hmm. Did it come at 1 a.m.? Keep in mind, when you look at all the different scammers that are around the world and you look at their time zones and when they would be sending something versus when you would actually get it, keep in mind it's doubtful, even in automated systems, it's doubtful that your local health department, for example, say you're a barber, it's doubtful the local health department is going to be sending you an email to update something at 1 Mm a.m. Folks, that ain't happening. Right. So when you start looking even at that a little further, when was it sent? When did it arrive in my inbox? Was it 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 11.59, you know, p.m.? I mean, look at some of those things, and you'll kind of know that, wait, wait a minute, exactly. this is probably right. not kosher. And that's, and that's the whole thing. Get, just look at it. Look at it and analyze it. Does it look right? And take a few seconds because, again, it, it's not that urgent. You can wait another 30 seconds to read it and look at it and say, mm-hmm. does this really make sense? Worst comes to worse, folks. You all know the regulatory agencies that you deal with. You typically even have somebody there that you've been in contact with when you've done all of these things at one point in time or another. Now, if you've been a realtor for the last 20 years, no, you probably don't know the original person that you spoke to when you went and did all of these things. But by the way, you're seasoned and you already know what we're talking about. I'm talking more to some of the newbies that maybe just got into business the last two or three years, by the way. Uh, If that's you and you're finding yourself in one of these situations, you can always pick up the phone, call your local agency that this is supposedly coming from and say, hey, I just got this email on such and such, such and such. Was this from you? And do I need to be doing anything about it? And I'll just add something to that. Make sure you're calling a number that you already know yes, thank was you, established. John. Correct. Don't believe the phone number. If, and if you don't know it, go to the website and find it. Exactly. Their website. Their website. Yeah, or, not the one that came in a link or something along those lines. But for, I mentioned Dora a moment ago. You can go right to Colorado's Dora website and get a mm-hmm. phone number there and dial it that way if you needed to. Do not call any number that came in the email. Right, because hackers are getting uh, email. Uh, excuse me phone numbers there are throwaway phone numbers you can buy mm-hmm. and they buy a phone number they'll use it for a few days till they're they buy blocks of them by the caught. way and then yep. yeah so don't don't believe the phone number that you see in an email if you're suspicious and they the will buy blocks of phone numbers folks for here in colorado for example we're either a 970-719-720 those harlini 303s that's another one by the way if they call you with a 303 area code not saying that that's always going to be real but there's a higher chance it's real than the other ones because there's hardly any 303 numbers left for anybody to buy blocks of. They've been gone now for quite some time. So just another kind of you know food for thought. Doesn't mean necessarily that that's always true because they can mask all sorts of things and even not own the number but make it look like it's a legit number when, in fact, John, it's not. Right. Uh, one other thing that's going around, a lot of it is emails telling you to call. And there's a good one that's going around recently, PayPal. You get a PayPal notice saying, uh, you've been billed for this thing, whatever it is, uh, $499. And if you want to change your, if you've changed your mind and you want to change your order, give us a call right now and and we can cancel it. Something like that. And and the wording changes a lot on it. But it comes from PayPal. And so you look at the address, and it is from PayPal. It's somebody requesting money from you. You can do that. You can just send somebody an email requesting money. Very true. And the message that they put on it is that you will be charged, you know, tomorrow, something like that. Call this number. 
and they're expecting. I haven't you to call. seen that one yet. No, and when okay. you call them, when you call them, it's a person that answers the phone and says, "Oh, if you'd like to cancel your order, you go to this website, and they'll give you the they'll tell you the, the URL. URL to type in. Okay, you type it in, and then that's just as bad as clicking a link because now you're on yep on some site you don't know yep. what they're going to do. That's exactly right. Folks, bottom line, be careful. John Canato's with us, Denver IT Security. By the way, I should have said this earlier, but if you've got a question for John, maybe you're out there listening and you're like, hey, I've always wanted to know about such and such. He'll be with us for another full segment. Uh, so, you know, well past the bottom of the hour. If you need something from John, we're here to answer that as well. If not, if you don't get a chance to do that right now or you're listening to one of our replay shows or you're listening, it's it's 620 at night now and you're listening, you can call John directly, 720-593-6688. Again, 720-593-6688. All right, speaking of finances, Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, he'd love to help you with all things financial. And as we head into a new year, make sure that you're dialed in. Your retirement is where you, you want to be going. And you've got somebody on your side guiding you along the way. That's Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. When you don't have a strategy for your money, you're being reactive rather than proactive. Financial advisor Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial is your resource for financial preparation moving into 2023. With proprietary year-end planning, Al Smith recommends only changes that he feels are genuinely in your best interest. As a fiduciary, Al will move your financial future in the direction that is truly in your best interest. Get your financial ducks in a row before the new year with year-end planning from Golden Eagle Financial. By proactively working together, your resolutions aren't just fleeting thoughts anymore. They're expert-reviewed plans. Get a fresh look at your plan with Golden Eagle Financial, your source for year-end planning. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Solar Energy Partners, folks, Alan Davis. In fact, I met with Alan and uh, the guys from Solar Energy Partners today looking at doing solar. And uh, I, always an enjoyable meeting, by the way. I'm going to meet with Alan uh, this week also on top of that. Anything you need when it comes to solar, wanting to know whether or not your property is a good fit, just call Alan today, 303-378-7537. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com slash sun. 
All right, speaking of business, by the way, Roof Savers of Colorado. I was looking at my roof today. Why? Because Alan Davis from Solar Energy Partners was there. And, of course, we were looking at the roof and the different things and explaining to him that Dave had been out recently and had treated my roof and everything looks great. And it does, by the way. I was looking at it this morning. Yours can look the same way. Dave can extend the life of your roof or replace it as needed. Commercial or residential, it doesn't matter. He can do either or. 303-710-6916. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All righty, it is Christmas time here in the Colorado Front Range area. I know we cover about four states, and hopefully all of you are safe and sound. Keep in mind, there's some very cold weather coming latter part of the week, so I would say get whatever you need done outside done, because come about Wednesday evening, it's going to get very cold. I mean, there's a big north uh, front, you know, big front from the north coming down. It's going to get extremely cold, below zero temperatures and we may not even get out of the single digits for a couple of days so if you haven't uh, if you didn't notice that you've been living in a cave maybe and had no idea of that yes that is what's coming john our our, our conversation a moment ago about just things that come in phishing emails that even not even but come to a lot of businesses and if you're like me and businesses have alias mailboxes where there may be four five ten people maybe on a particular alias depending upon how you know you or that business has set things up you could have multiple people in the business reading that same phishing, which, by the way, typically that means it's not legit either because it's coming to an alias that you only use for website purposes mm-hmm. or thing, you know, info ad or office ad or admin ad or whatever the case may be. You, know, you use some of those for those t- sorts of things. Typically, your regulatory agency is not going to send you an email to one of those aliases. So that should be your first tip off. But my point being, you know, one of the things that you guys do at Denver IT Security is train the people in the business, not just the owner, but the people in and of the business, how to handle those things as well, right? We do, yeah, because that's the that's the people that need it the most uh, is the employees who are receiving these emails. Um, and that's a good point that you made about the different aliases. If you get uh, something at a general info address and it's, a, and it's telling you to do something that only you should know how to do, then... That doesn't sound right either. Correct. A lot of times along those same lines, people will get personal emails or or something appearing to be a personal email on their business email address. So, for instance, you know, their bank might send them an email, you know, you're overdrawn. But look at it, and it's coming to your business account. Why is that? You never gave your business your personal email account. So think think about things like that, too. Like, who is it coming to? Who is it being sent to? Yeah, who is the to address? Right. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, you can f- just click it. You can see who it's mm-hmm. coming to. 
those aren't hard to figure out. And again, these are things yeah. you teach how to do. We do. We do. And um, we also have training programs that are somewhat automated that we can put a company on where we send you an email and uh, send you a, a video. And every week you get different extra training uh, about the current threats that are going on. And uh, it's very helpful for people to just keep it top of mind. Am I wrong in thinking? And I'm 58, you know, grew up where there were no computers or when they were there were computers. They were big mainframes. And they took up entire, you know, both these studios you'd fill with a computer. Just I can remember old, our old dealership. Literally, there was a room, air conditioning era, you know, a climate controlled room. So I should say built mm -hmm. about the size of both our studios here put together that had nothing but computer hardware in it. And everything ran off of, you know, the big gigantic floppy disks if you wanted to go do any, anyway, teletypes. Anyways, long story short, that's the era that, you know, I grew up in. So for me, John, I had to really learn all the things you and I talk about kind of from the ground up. You know, you did, there wasn't any schooling or anything along those lines because it hadn't been invented yet. We didn't have personal computers at that point. So I was able to, I guess, grow with all of that. And what I've noticed is... In light of that, not bragging, but, you know, I know a lot about the ins and outs of those things because you being in business, you had to learn those things as we went along. You didn't have any choice. And everybody thinks that because you're under the age of 40 or under the age of 30, even that you've got this vast knowledge of the computer world. You've grown up in it. You know it. You know it like the back of your hand. And, John, what I'm finding, unless I'm wrong, is it's quite the opposite. There's a lot of young people working in a lot of these businesses that actually know far less about it than maybe the owner that's in his 60s does. Am I right or wrong? Uh, I, I would say that there are... Um, younger people tend to be more trusting because they grew up with oh, it. Oh, okay. And so they grew up, especially the younger generations, 20-year-old in that range, they grew up with Facebook and Twitter and exposing their whole so they're not as skeptical online. as i am exactly yeah. and so the so i, I would okay. say it's a knowledge thing. that makes sense no no, no that makes that's, that's a great explanation that makes total sense they're used to never thought about it that way right and so that's why we older people i hate to call myself no we that, are but, we are uh we we tend to be less trusting than the younger people who grew up with social media and connecting online and oh so somebody's asking me for my phone number no big deal you know, whereas you and I would say, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not giving you that. Number. Right, right. Uh, so, exactly. So that's where a lot of the problems okay. come in. People are exposing their lives on social media. Okay, so how do you, when you come into a business, first time you're walking in, you're trying to help them with all this security stuff and the different things they have going on in the IT world, how, how do you, you know, come through the business and decide who even needs what kind of training and what are you going to do to help them stay secure? There is some training that everybody needs, some okay. things that are common, but I could just look at the mix of ages there, and I'll give a little bit for everybody, uh, but... Would you I'll, tailor I'll it, I guess, I to... do tailor it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I don't just go in there with a canned speech. I, okay. I first want to talk to the business owners and figure out the culture there and everything else about it, but uh, yeah, I would tailor it to the age groups, and if it's... Th there's always little of each but sure. if it's mostly the younger people i'll talk a little bit more about social media and being careful with that uh, anybody that's 20 years old and has 500 friends on linkedin probably doesn't and you know things like that and so there are people who will uh, ask you for a linkedin request 
only so that they can get into your company and figure out who else uh, who else works there. Makes sense. Because then from you, they can see all your posts and what company you work for, and then they can start... They can uh, start fishing around. Fishing around at other people at the and, company. And, and literally the reason, they, folks, they call it fishing is because that's literally what they're doing. Yeah, you know, when you go out fishing in a lake or a stream, you're casting a line. You're hoping that a fish will swim by like the lure that you lure, by the way, keyword, like the lure that you cast and will bite on it. Guess what? These these individuals, male, female alike, John, and again, they could be mostly most of them are not going to be inside the United States. They're usually in some sort of foreign land. And it's exactly what they're doing. They are casting a lure, trying to get you to bite on it. And once they do, it's like, okay, we got them hook, line, and sinker. Let's reel them in. That's why they call it fishing. Exactly. That's, that's what they is. do. And that's what you help with. That's one of the things that we help with is uh, not to get fished. To okay, get so question for you. Mm-hmm. On, because I know there's, there's the behavioral side, there's the physical hardware side and what's going on in, in regards to how the network is set up and does it have the right firewalls and this, that, and the other. And, of course, those, to me... I hate to say this, but to me, that's the easy part of your job. You come in, look at the hardware. What do you have? What do we need to upgrade? How do we fix this? How do we fix that? That stuff's stable. Away you go. The human side, what we're talking about right now, to me, on your level, is what becomes difficult because how do you get them all trained to where they don't get caught by the lure? That's got to be the harder part for you. It is. And for the technology side, I will say that there are a lot of new advancements in the past few years. Okay. So there's more to it than okay. than just knowing what you did know okay. two years ago. But yeah, the human aspect is always the, the hardest part. I mean, if there were no people, there'd be no fishing, you would there'd need be you. no cybercrime, right? <laughs> Good point. Uh, Great point. Yeah, that, that definitely is the hardest part. But uh, you just have to get on everybody, get to everybody on their own level and uh, get them to understand that there are bad people out there. They want your money. They want some information that they can get from you to get your money mm-hmm. or to get somebody else's money. And that's all it is. It's just crime, same as it's been for hundreds, thousands of years. And yeah. there are con men and you know people who will try to do whatever they can to, to get you to do whatever they want you to do. We were talking before we came on air today, John and I were, that if people didn't bite and they didn't succeed at some of the things him and I are talking about right now, they wouldn't exist. There would be no, there'd be no incentive, John, for them to keep doing what they do day after exactly. day. But they end up fishing, catching enough, having enough revenue coming in to keep going, or they wouldn't do it, which, by the way, tells you there's still a lot of people out there that bite on these things. Of course. I mean, there was a hack just recently, a month or two ago, Cisco. You've heard of Cisco, oh, the yeah. network and security company. Yeah, they got in through a phishing attack. Some one of the employees responded and did something they shouldn't if, have done. To me, that's you know Denver IT security. It's more about and, and maybe I'm wrong, but to me, it's more about you getting the behavioral side under control as much as it is some of the physical hardware aspects of it. Am I right or wrong? That is, yeah, that is something that we focus a lot on is the the human side of it too. Yeah, that's just got to be big. And and, and I don't. One thing I want to remind all you guys of, of the business owners out there that are listening. We kind of laugh and we, you know, we, we enjoy the conversation we have together, John and I. This is very serious. I, I'm not laughing about anything that would happen to a business where ransomware 
gets into play and there's lots of money at stake. And so, so John, I'm not laughing about any of that. I, you know, we chuckle just because we enjoy each other's company, have fun and so on. But it's very serious. There's a lot of serious things that go on here. These can be devastating. And I mean, folks, devastating to your business if you do something incorrectly. Uh, one of these things happens. Uh, some of you think you've got insurance to cover this. And by the way, you may very well not have insurance to cover the things that we're talking about. There are so many facets to this. And I think, John, so many misconceptions or the that'll never happen to me attitude. That's the wrong attitude, by the way. Right. And goes along the lines of what you were just saying before is that, uh, it, it's still happening, so it must be working. Yeah. People wouldn't go out on a boat fishing if they didn't think there were fish in the lake. Great so point. why won't it happen to you? If it can happen to Cisco and other security companies that have been hacked. It can happen to you. It can happen to you. Again, folks, small business owners, I know there's a lot of you out there listening. Uh, like begets like. You know, I'm one. You are as well. We talk about a lot of business topics here. Uh, you know, I coach small businesses. You guys all know that. And bottom line Get with Denver IT Security. Make sure that you're secure. I say it all the time. Not only make sure your network and what you do in and out of the building is secure, but the way your people behave is also secure. This is a this is a full package. I don't know how else to say it, John. It's a full package of behavioral and hardware and even some of the other ancillary things just in who's who is handling uh, the network and the money even, and if you collect credit cards and on and on we go. I mean, there's just so many facets of this that if you as an owner are not on top of it, you are at risk. And one other thing um, along these lines, when your employees are working from home, make sure that their family knows that that's a work computer and they're not supposed to touch it. Great point. And, yeah, hey, Dad, can I download something? Got to do my homework. Oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. You know, be careful of that. Remember or remind your employees that that's a business computer they're working on. Great it's, point. It's like them bringing their family into your that's office. That's right. That's exactly right. Denver IT Security, call John today, folks that are listening, you, you business owners, 720-593-6688. If you're driving or you're listening later, maybe it's about 630 at night, keep in mind if you're driving and you didn't get any of this, go to rushtoreason.com. John is listed there. Go to klzradio.com. He's also listed there. It's Denver IT Security, John Canada. John, thank you for being with us. I always enjoy thank it. Thank you, John. It's always great Merry to be Christmas. here. Merry Christmas. And I always, I, I, I don't know about the rest of you that are business owners, but I learn something every single time that I take away. And John should start charging me because I usually take something away from this and apply it. So <laughs> thank you. I, I, I hope, ever, I hope others are as well. And these are, <laughs> these are good tips that you give them. Bottom line, folks, if you... Don't have someone that is understanding of all the things that we're talking about. You're relying on cousin, you know, Larry that comes in on the weekends to do your IT work, or you've got an employee that graduated from college with a degree in such and such and thinks they know everything about your network. I'm not bad mouthing any of that, by the way, but at least get a checkup from John and find out what you're doing and how vulnerable are you, because John, you do that sort of stuff all the time. Oh yeah, all the time. So That's there you what go. We do. So, guys, again, if you missed the phone number, just go to the website, rushtoreason.com or klzradio.com. Look up John there, call him, and get him in your business. And, uh, you know, make that one of your resolutions. We're now just a week away from Christmas. Make that a resolution as you head into 2023 to not be vulnerable like you might be currently. Okay? 
Sounds good. Thanks, John. Appreciate Thank it very you, much. High Five Plumbing, folks. Another one where you don't want to be vulnerable. Keep this number handy. They're going to be working this Saturday and next, so Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. If you have a problem either day, give them a call. They'll come out and help you. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Water is your number one enemy in your home. You need to solve the problem immediately so it doesn't get worse. Schedule service with High Five Plumbing. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Service that ends with a high five. Starts with a team that prioritizes excellence. I want to tell you about the high five guy. He was here Friday night, and all I needed was a swap out of my uh, garbage disposal. He said, I can do that, but he says, how old is this house? I said, 18 years old. He said, I don't know who did this, but they put the garbage disposal on the wrong side. It's never going to drain. You have drainage problems. And I said, yes. And he reconfigured all that over and above putting the garbage disposal in. And he was well past 6 p.m. being here. His name was John. And I'm going to tell you, that company is A number one. So uh, they have my endorsement. I'll never call anyone else. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. All right. Up next, Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. And Michael wants to help you with all of your estate planning moving forward. He's mobile. He'll come to you. Best thing to do is just go to klzradio.com. I hope Santa gives me a pay raise this year. I'm so tired of the long hours, and this place just isn't what it used to be. What do you mean? Ah, people just don't give gifts like they used to. I mean, an estate plan for Christmas? How are we supposed to make that in the workshop? I think they want us to call Michael Bailey for them. Michael Bailey? Isn't he still on the naughty list? Nah, not anymore. But this person is going to be if an estate plan is all they get their loved one for Christmas. Estate planning is important. And it is pretty sweet that Michael Bailey comes to you to get the whole thing done. Yeah, it's a great gift because having an estate plan will be a huge help to his family in the future. If Michael Bailey does this for a living, why is he on the naughty list? Bad, bad jokes. Set up a free, zero-risk consultation with mobile estate planner Michael Bailey today at klzradio.com slash estate today or call him at 720-730-7274. That's 720-730-7274. All right, Save the Storks. We want to save babies' lives this time of the year. Actually, all times of the year, of course, but especially now, why? Because it's Christmas. The best way to help save babies' lives is go to SaveTheStorks.com. Donate. They do all the work. We donate. Yes, I know that's work because you work hard for the money that you have, but especially some of you that are looking for year-end tax deductions, this is a great one. SaveTheStorks.com. As we close out the year, we celebrate the victory of Roe being overturned. We praise God for the Supreme Court's decision to protect life and recognize that abortion is not a constitutional right. But what may be shocking to many Christians and conservatives is that we are in a fight to save the lives of preborn babies like never before in history. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, the pro-life ministry that is making a difference with love and compassion. Our mobile medical units called Stork Buses have saved over 11,000 preborn babies. But our impactful programs also focus on the women and men who face unplanned pregnancies every day. Our mission focuses on the preborn, of course, but we also ensure that moms and dads are empowered to choose life for their babies and not just survive, but thrive as parents. Visit SaveTheStorks.org right now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month or make a year-end tax-deductible donation. Your gift will make a difference. 
Go to SaveTheStorks.org today and make a gift of any amount. Thank you, and God bless you. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Yes, just a few days before Christmas, less than a week away. I know next Monday, today is the 19th, so next Monday, which will be the 26th, is the official Christmas holiday. You might actually hear this program play that particular day. If you are a Merry Christmas, hope you had a great day yesterday. It's the official day off. Everybody takes the day off of work and so on. It also, this week, just so you know, which you probably just recognized, it's the only week out of the entire year we play Christmas music. No, we don't do it starting in Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving like a lot of people do. Why? Because that's just the decision Charlie and I make, and we get to make that decision. So you'll hear Christmas music this week, this week alone, and then we're right back at it again afterwards. No, I'm not one of those guys that listens to Christmas music for, you know, three months out of the year. I like it, but not that much. All right. Charges against Trump. If you didn't see the news today, the January 6th committee has come out with, Andy and I were texting earlier, some very weak charges when it comes to Trump. That he engaged in a quote-unquote multi-part conspiracy to thwart the will of the voters. Now, keep in mind, this is the current January 6th committee made up of rhinos and hardcore Democrats. Rhinos like Liz Cheney, who, in my opinion, is just a communist Democrat as well. So this isn't the new installment of House representatives that we'll get in January. This is the current ones. And of course, they were going to, no shock here, they were going to wrap this up by year end because a lot of them that are on the committee now, Liz Cheney, will not be there moving forward. So they had to get this wrapped up with their findings. Now, just so you all know, this is very symbolic in nature. Will they do anything with this? It's hard to say. It literally, at this point in time, is just what I said. It's symbolic. Whether the DOJ does anything with this or not, in their case, they may, although it's pretty weak, the things that they have charged Trump with. Andy texted me this early, earlier. They assert he gave aid and comfort to an insurrection. Aid and comfort. First of all, I didn't see any physical or spiritual or financial aid given to anyone on behalf of the Trump organization. So I don't know where the aid is that they are talking about. Comfort, I, I didn't see a lot of comfort there either. So they used really interesting words when they said aid and comfort to an insurrection. Like Andy said, this is a huge step back from actually inciting or coordinating or leading an insurrection. Yeah, Andy's correct. Not anywhere as close to being an aid and a comfort. So you can, this is Andy's words, which I agree with. You can accuse anyone who shares ideas as aiding and comforting. The use, the use of this wording shows they found nothing actually connecting Trump 
to the insurrection itself. And by the way, I would agree with Andy on that wholeheartedly. They did not. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll get back on time here. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next. Anything you need when it comes to your electrical system, power surge, uh, HVAC, furnace filtration, you name it, Absolute is there for you. 720-526-0231. You need to know about the issues that could eventually break your heating system so that you can take care of them. With a furnace tune-up from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, you can catch small problems while they are still small. Not only does a furnace tune-up with Absolute stave off major repairs, it also reduces energy costs through higher performance, saving you more in the future. Consistent preventative maintenance saves you money by avoiding premature replacement with the proper upkeep. When you schedule a tune-up with Absolute, they do a full diagnostic check of your furnace so that you're informed about any repairable issues before even giving those issues the chance to get worse. For KLZ listeners only, Absolute is offering $59 furnace tune-ups. Improve the longevity and efficiency of your furnace by scheduling a furnace tune-up with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air today at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. K&R Home Transitions, any questions you have on real estate, they are the uh, ladies to call, Catherine and Robin, 720-437-8210. Literally hands-on service. They'll help you with whatever you've got going on. And uh, don't let that be a crisis or anything that is stressful. Call them and have them help you with whatever need you've got. 720-437-8210. Catherine and Robin can help you take control of your foreclosure. I was at a spot to where I could not get my tenant out and um, I was going to lose my house. And everything I worked for was going to walk away with nothing. I had just got a call from one of those people who like will give you cash now. They offered me 10 grand and I could walk away right now. I Googled real estate agents who can sell houses fast or something like that. And I just called. I hadn't gotten a dime from the tenant or the tenant previous for the whole time they were there. And I didn't have any money. I call my angels. It was only possible because of these two and, and the kindness of their hearts. And I'd recommend them to anyone, to everyone, certainly to everyone I know. What did you end up walking away with? 107. So why leave money on the table? Give us a call. Call Catherine Pickering and Robin Lewis Oglesby of K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. You never considered that being a business owner meant you might not get time with your family. John Rush will assess the issues of your business so you can work to live and not live to work. You originally started it to provide for your family, but now it's become a professional crutch that you must live with. He advises you to accept that your venture has potential for profitability without you in the immediate vicinity. Enjoy the fruits of your labor with your family, working with John Rush to make these adjustments so that your business means more time together, not apart. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Joe from Jersey. What's going on, Joe? John, just a couple of things. First, uh, just a minor technicality. Trump hasn't been charged with anything. The committee has no power to charge That's anybody. That's right. They it's so a recommendations. Right, a referral. We think you should. Right. And we think you should charge him with this, et cetera. Now, 
with regard to this aid and comfort of an insurrection, here's a legal question. What insurrection? Right. No, not a single person has been charged with the crime of insurrection. No, so they've been legally, charged with all sorts of other things, but not that. No, right. No insurrection. Now, the, the, these one Oath Keeper guys, they were charged with conspiracy, seditious conspiracy. To overthrow the government sing- and things like that, right? Right. Yeah. Right. But, but, the, but on January 6th, Nobody has been charged with, it, with an attempted act of insurrection. So how can somebody give aid and comfort to something that never happened? Good point. They can't, so, th- is they the can't, answer. They can't. Now, legally, by the way, if you're a member of the bar, uh, you know, when you file charges, you have to have a reasonable belief of that you have sufficient evidence for a conviction. doesn't mean you but And if you go ahead and file charges against the defendant, without a reasonable belief that you could obtain a conviction, you are subject to sanctions by the court. Um, so my question, of course, the Department of Justice attorneys are smart enough to understand this. Mm-hmm. And um, so if they file, you know, just ridiculous charges that have no basis, no chance of surviving, you know, a trial or a challenge, and Trump's attorneys were to say, Your Honor, we think these charges should be dismissed because, um, and, if it, and if the charges are so weak, like, aiding an insurrection that never happened, they can also request sanctions. So I think the DOJ has to be very, very careful in terms of what charges, if any, that they actually file, because if yeah, they file something that doesn't have a snowball's chance of hell of succeeding, they, you know, they could be uh, uh, sanctioned by the court for malicious prosecution. So, yeah, Well, the other thing, too, Joe, that you know as well as I, it will be if they chose to go down that path. It would be very likely this would be one of those cases that ends up in front of the Supreme Court because, you know, the Trump attorneys would would drag it all the way out as much as they possibly could appeal, 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 no matter what happens and end up pushing this thing up to the Supreme Court, which we already know where that's going to end up in a situation like this, because they would I, I believe they would end up coming back with the exact same thing you just said a moment ago. You also know the DOJ has to be thinking about all that as well. Well, actually, I don't know if you'd ever get there, because I doubt they could get 12 jurors to unanimously vote to convict. I mean, the charges are so weak. Uh, you know, Agreed. I, I, but let's just, you know, you and I both know, if, if that were to happen some way, shape, or form, they're, they're never winning on the, in those higher-level courts. You know that as well as I. Right, right. And they, and they have to be looking at I mean, not only are they looking at the things you just said, Joe, they've got to be looking at the rest of it as well on the same token. This is the Biden DOJ that has gone after far less, if you ask me, in this case. Well, that's, that's true. Uh, I mean, if you look at some be- of the things they have done when it comes to, you know, abortion rights and things along those lines, Joe, I mean, these guys have gone after things that are a whole lot less than this. You know, uh, and just here's a crazy thought, by the way. I think, you know, maybe they're doing this. They're so afraid that Trump is going to run. I, maybe they're just, I mean, this is just crazy talk, but they say, okay, well, we need to indict Trump to, to, uh, in order to diminish his chances of getting the Republican nomination. Well, quite frankly, John, I think that there are much more electable, as much as I like Trump's policies, I think he's tarnished himself, particularly among the women of this country. Yeah. And I think... Well, you a, and I and Andy country, are all in agreement there, Joe. And I don't even think it's just women, Joe. I think there's individuals is probably the way I would say it. I think he's tarnished himself with certain individuals, whether they be male, female, or, or, or you know, whatever walk of life they're coming from. I don't think it's just a female thing, Joe. 
You're, you're right, John. And I, you know, when I think I'm one of them, I would, I would rather see any other Republican, be it uh, Ron DeSantis, Kristi Noem, even Nikki Haley, because I think all three of them are, are more electable. Yeah, and, and by the way, but, but real quick, before all the never, before all the uh, you know, always Trumpers, you know, jump on Joe, I, and Andy, because by the way, Joe, you know, we're all in, in equal company when we say these things. But before anybody, you know, calls in or texts me or gets all you know irate at the things that we're saying, I'm never, I'm not a never Trumper, Joe. You know that. In fact, I've been on yeah. Trump's side all the way through all this. I think he was a great president. He did a lot of great things. He did some things that I probably would have done differently. You know, he should have canned some people that were more close to him early on. Again. That's hindsight, and hindsight's twenty twenty. They say, but are there better candidates to run this next go around for twenty twenty four? The answer is yes. And when you say better, John, uh, I would have to, I would say more electable. You know, at the, the name of the game is to win. Well, the White and House. by the way, yeah, thank you. I mean, that's what I mean when I say better candidate. I want to win. A more winnable candidate is probably what I should say, Joe. Right. Yeah. Because I I don't know if I would. And again, I just I'm not saying that. DeSantis has better policies or would be a president, but he's more electable than Trump. Yeah, we don't even and know where his foreign policy lies because right. he's never had to do it, Joe. So, yeah, I know there's things, and a lot of you out there are going to fire back at me and say some of those things. I know that. I get it. Keep in mind, you know, uh, Donald Trump had none of those either before entering into office. Some of that stuff you learn on the fly. You have respected advisors around you to help, and you hire the right people. And I do believe that a, that a DeSantis has that type of personality, Joe, where he knows how to get things done, and he wouldn't struggle in that area at all. Is he Donald Trump? No. Is he a lot like Donald Trump? You know what, Joe? In a lot of ways, he is. Yeah, he is. And I think he's He's shown he's a, he's adaptive. He's creative. I think the, the, one of the keys is effective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, again, as long as we have a filibuster, you you have to learn the you know the the art of horse trading. Um, you know, because you're going to have to depend on and at least uh, uh, well, how, how many know how many? Let's assume that we take control of the Senate in 2024 and the White House. But unless we have a 60 vote majority in the Senate. You're going to have to do some, let's say we... Which is uh, going to be hard to do, as you know. Right. So let's say we have a 54-46 majority in the Senate come 2024. Mm-hmm. Well, 56 doesn't get it done. You're still going to need four Democrat votes. And maybe you get uh, Manchin, maybe you get Kristen Sinema, but you're still going to need a couple of Democrat, uh, Democrat votes. So it's the art of getting things done. It's horse trading. And Correct. I think DeSantis would be far more effective in terms of you know, getting his agenda through the Senate uh, because I think he's he's you know he's he's a, just a more uh, shrewder guy when it comes to cutting deals. I agree, so, I so. agree, and yeah, you, know, you and I are exactly you know, and you know Andy's on the same page too. We're all on the same page there. And again, for everybody listening, it's not to say that we are against Trump. And Joe, I will go on record as saying this: if Trump ended up with the nomination, would I vote for him? Absolutely, because there's an R next to his name. That's the you only way I'm doing yep. it, though. If he ends up doing something really weird, Joe gets mad and runs as an independent, then no, I'm not voting for him ever. No, because he has no no chance of succeeding as independent. It would probably be a death knell for the Republican candidate. I mean, that would be putting his own pride and ego ahead of the party. So, uh, I hope I hope we I never see that uh, Trump running as an independent. I, I'd be incredibly disappointed, in the man, if he did that, because he has to know he has no chance of succeeding. Yep. Uh, if he did precisely that. precisely good stuff joe as always appreciate it thank you for the correction as well it's not a charge it's a recommendation to the doj and it's simply that nothing more nothing less and it'll it'll 
Uh, we'll have to wait and see what the DOJ actually does. And by the way, thank you, Joe. That's a great distinction that I need to make sure I continue to say. There, there is nothing charged here. There is no legal standing in this in this you know sense at all. As I said earlier, this is 100% theater. And that's it at this point in time. There's nothing of other meaning coming out of this. And don't and make sure nobody else reads anything into this for you because there's really nothing here at this point. American National Insurance is next. Make sure that you're properly insured on all fronts, no matter what it is, and that you're saving money at the same time. Paul Lewinberger, my agent, can help you with all of those things. 303-662-0789. Almost one in six drivers is uninsured in Colorado. That's not something you want to hear going into the colder months. Work with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance and get back what the accident actually cost you with the right policy accounting for the total expense. Your chances of getting into an accident increase substantially when the temperatures drop. Facing snow, ice, slick conditions, and a slew of uninsured drivers, you should be covered in the case that you got into a wreck right now because you never know. Paul Lewinberger makes you financially whole in the worst-case scenario with the proper coverage. Shorter days mean that you're at an increased risk for more of the day. Sufficient coverage is the bare minimum, but the right coverage should make you financially whole again. Call Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance right now at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789 and secure yourself financially today. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, something else that I'll mention really quick. I know we're closing out this hour, and this is more of a automotive-related question, but I just got a text message in or an email message in a moment ago that I thought applies to a lot of folks that are listening. We're going to have really cold temperatures later this week. A lot of you have space heaters, kerosene heaters, things like that that you may heat your workshop or your workspace or your garage or whatever the case may be. So I just got a question a moment ago. Is it okay? What are we using, number one, in the pumps around town when it comes to diesel fuel? And would it be okay if I ran that diesel fuel in my kerosene heater? Not in my book. I would not do that. It doesn't burn as clean. You've got more soot, fumes, things like that. I would run straight kerosene. If you've got a kerosene heater that you're using to heat a workspace or something along those lines, number one, make sure it's well ventilated because there will be fumes. And I would use kerosene to even reduce those as much as you possibly can. You will not, uh, you'll not get the fumes out of kerosene, straight kerosene that you will get out of diesel fuel. You're still going to have fumes. So again, nobody text me because yes, I know there's going to be fumes, but the diesel fuel will be dirtier. And by the way, you're paying a road tax and all sorts of other things on it that you don't necessarily need to do. So that's my recommendation. I may get into a little bit more of that later as we get into this colder weather uh, to give you guys some tips on that. But in the meantime, we'll be back. Hour number two is next. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.